you ever wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone, from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious, and yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Well, welcome back to Hypnosis Everywhere, and we're here live today. My sidekick is on the side here, Martin Gover, and he's just staying out of the picture (laughs) and allowing you to hear him when he sets in and says those important things he does drop little i have profound things yes, i'm just not going to tell you them <laughs> <laughs> okay so we're welcoming today tony kiprius from australia and tony's been on the show before and we have a show that you can go back to martin can put the the stuff up on the fa- on the page so you can go back there cuz he's got a great show before that talks about up and above the line i'll just let him tell you a little bit about that and tell a little bit about himself now Welcome, Tony. So just give him a little bio. Thank you, Inez. Um, My story is um, I initially started off as a transpersonal and emotional release counsellor. And that sort of got me into the field of the unconscious behaviour stuff. Why do we do what we do? And it was in that process of studying that for five years that um, at some point I was looking for some more skills. And as a young boy... I was listening to a radio show one day when I was out on my farm and it talked about how some woman was hypnotizing people to take them back to a state that she called the I am state where you had died, but you hadn't been born again. And I was so fascinated by this show that I decided I would have a go at trying to hypnotize people. And to my surprise, it worked. (laughs) So I had people doing all sorts of stupid things, mowing the lawn without a lawnmower and doing things like that, but I was just amazed at the power. And all these years went by and I did nothing with hypnosis um, until I started training and finished my training as a counsellor. And I had a wonderful opportunity and an invite to work with indigenous an Indigenous community in a state next to mine. And in that process, I realized that I really needed some more skills if I really wanted to help these people. It was one thing to sit and and listen and support people, but hearing so much abuse and so much hardship for eight hours every day, it was really starting to affect me. And I thought, I need something that helps them and also helps me survive. And so I went back and revisited hypnosis. And as you and I both talk often, Training is so important, especially good training. So I found some awesome training and um, I did that. And working with these wonderful Indigenous people, I had so many people then that I could start helping. And that's really what led me into the field of hypnosis. And from there, it just blossomed and bloomed. And you sort of know when you're on the right path because all the doors kept opening up and more and more people Mm -hmm. started coming. Um, so that's sort of just a little bit about how I got into the field of hypnosis. Yeah, that's good. I really like that because uh, it really explains how you got led into it and how you need you didn't just help people, you were helping yourself. And yes. that's what I find too doing SP is that I don't have to take on other people's um, heaviness and stuff where you can because counseling you're always talking about it and talking and listening to them 
So uh, with hypnosis, it's a little easier because we can bypass the conscious part and we get a little bit more done. You know, the old saying that um, Bob Burns always says is, if it was a conscious problem, it would have been fixed long ago. So sure. we, yep. need to, we, don't, we need to bypass the conscious to do the work. But that so, critical factor. Yeah, the critical factor of that conscious mind is, uh, is uh, I mean, it, obviously we need it. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, we, we'd just be a doormat or something, you know? Sure, yeah. So, but it also definitely is needed. So I want to just, just a very light thing about what the above and beyond the line, below the lines about, just a little thing so that they can go back and check it out. Sure. <coughs> Excuse me. I'd encourage everyone to go back and revisit it. And for those of you that haven't had the opportunity yet, to go back and have a look at this simple little tool that I have used initially um, with my son. And then I took it into my workplace working with other people. And it's really about empowering people around the choices that we make because we're constantly making choices. And even if we decide not to make a choice, that's actually a choice. And with that choice, we're going to get some consequences come our way. So this little tool enables us to take a few moments before we move into a choice as to whether or not we're making a positive choice, one that empowers us, or one that moves us into the victim mode. Because so often, um, we're dealing with people who are in the victim role. So the victim role, for example, there are three things that I found that are common to victims or people playing out the victim. They blame, they justify their actions, and they're in denial. Let me give you a simple example. When I grew up, if you went to the shop and you slipped over, most cases, you would get up and you'd dust yourself off and you'd tell yourself, don't do that again next time I come in here. And you would move on with your day. Now, we seem to be educating people to move into the victim role. And to me, that means take that scenario now. People, if they slip over somewhere, the first thing they do is they look to blame someone. They follow that up by being in denial that they had any responsibility whatsoever for their actions. And they're very quick to sort out, well, someone needs to pay me something. I need to sue someone and we need justification for our actions. The problem with all of that is that puts people into a place of weakness, powerlessness, because we're constantly needing something or someone outside of us to correct our behavior or our decision. Where if we raise above, our, raise above the line, we move into being responsible and accountable. And that's all you've got to be, is responsible and accountable for your actions. Great. And so that, in a bit of a nutshell, is, is, yeah. is around that. Yeah, now, if you've got children, I just yeah. want to just emphasize that if you've got children or young people, this is a wonderful tool that actually will help them to start evaluating where are they. Uh, you know, my son and I, it got to a point at home that we would just say to each other and he'd say it to me, you know, Dad, where are you? Are you above the line or below the line with that? And it would very quickly make me pull up and have a look. Yes, am I choosing with my decisions in this, whatever it was, am I actually stepping up to be responsible or accountable or am I dropping below the line and am I playing a bit of a victim, looking to blame someone, you know, and not take responsibility? And so I found it to be just a really powerful tool in our family. 
And I know that it's become a powerful tool for many other families now that it's out there and that you can easily access it and start implementing it. It's a bit of a game that the whole family can play and I'd suggest that you all start playing it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good thing. Okay, so they can go back to that show. It'll be done. But I really want to get into a little bit about Australia because Australia, I'm quite impressed with when you belong to a, a an association in Australia, you need to have a certain amount of hours. Yes. Right? Yes. And can you talk a little bit about that? Okay. For some years now, um, I, a lot of people have been concerned as to making sure that people who you go to visit are actually well-trained. Um, we've had a lot of people put on courses that might go for four or five days, maybe a, a long weekend sort of course. And as you and I both know, there is so much in hypnosis that it's really quite unrealistic for someone to believe that after a three or four day course, that they're going to know what they need to know to really be able to support people on their journey um, around helping them to get the outcomes that they're looking for, the changes that they need to get those outcomes. So um, a good friend of mine and yours, Susie Hall, um, had spent some time sitting on a committee that looked at the levels of training that people were putting out there. And so, you know, with some of the courses that might go 100, 120 hours, the truth is they're not enough. Um, the level now is being brought up, I think, four, four, 450 hours minimum. Um, when I did my training, I looked around for a recognised school that was government recognised. And my clinical diploma for my first year was 1,100 hours, um, which when you actually look at that as a part-time course over a 12-month period, that's about 30 hours a week. So there is a substantial requirement for people to step up and to do the work if you're going to be in a situation of supporting other people. And so I think that Australia in many ways has started to lead the way in making sure that if you go to see a reputable hypnotist, that you are getting someone who has done a substantial degree of study. And some of that could also branch out to some counselling skills, some psychology skills as well. Um, With the prime focus being hypnosis and those techniques, I know that a lot of people are teaching skills because they go hand in hand in the area of NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. Um, But it's really important that all of us get the level that we need to really be able to sit down and support someone. And then it's really important that you continue to get ongoing, not only supervision, but professional and personal development. You know, I think it's really important that all of us as practitioners do the work on ourselves as well. Um, I've had a lot of work with children. And one of the things that initially shocked me in the early days was the honesty of a lot of children when I work with them, especially Indigenous children, because I realised very early on that when I would talk to them, they would know the people who had done the work and the people who were full of, as they used to call it, BS. (laughs) Probably still call it that. (laughs) kids Kids are really good at cutting through that. And they're really good at seeing, you know, when someone is trying to pull the wool over their eyes, or when someone's really sitting there and they're authentic and they're really saying, look, I understand where you're coming from. 
And and I, I think because so much of our communication is nonverbal, kids are great at reading through all of that. And I found that the benefit for me to support those children was really in the work that I had done supporting my own journey and being able to create true empathy sitting on the other side, working with other people. You know, if you've been there and you, you know how difficult it is to sometimes deal with some of the stuff that might come up, it certainly helps them, I believe, on their journey to also take the time and to do what they need to do to, to take the steps on their journey. I have to agree with you because I think most of us, we know we always say we're most people, everyone has issues in life. We yep. are all wounded healers on some level. But most of us that are in this community of hypnosis, most of us, I, I will say most because I, don't, I can't guarantee that there would be 100%, yep. is that we do work along our own journey. Yes. And we do get help from each other. We do those things all the time. Uh, and may, there's going to be a certain percentage that doesn't. I think it used to be a very old style in the 50s and 60s when we used to say there's only half percent of the people are hypnotizable because we were using the wrong language and stuff like that, is that we understand that today we have a 99% ability to communicate in the right way. Yes. You yes. know? So, I would agree. Yeah. So yeah. I think... The continued education is important, and I think the supervision, I know in the UK they do supervision, they do it in Australia. It's not here as it has done. Obviously, I mentor people, and you know, I definitely get help from others. So it's to keep, you know, no one is above needing help. Yes. And it's I, not I, an insult that I've been doing this for 20 years, I don't need it. It's not about that. Yep. And, and I think, too, we need to also face some of the realities. As you were saying, I like to point out to people that I believe that 90, 97% of families are dysfunctional. Yes. And, and the other 3% are in recovery. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> because I think we all have stuff. That's just the truth. And yeah. if, we, if we start to think that we don't have stuff, there's a problem straight away. Because yeah. we all do. We all do. And we're moving into that being denial. We're in denial. Yeah. We're going to start playing the victim. The illusion, some people will say, well, this is for me. This is how it is with me. It's terrible for me. You know, everybody else is doing well. That's when they're in the victim mode and you have to start moving them forward into the other part because, you know, we're all really in that. Sure, sure. Yeah. And look, we're, we're, we've all got the hand of cards that we're being dealt. But that doesn't mean to say that's that's the game. It's up to us then to do with what we have. And that's that's the one thing I really love about hypnosis is, is that it enables us to break through, make phenomenal breakthroughs. You know, to me, the unconscious, I was listening to um, Bruce Lipton the other night and he was talking about how the unconscious is, is a bit like a tape recorder. It is taping every single thing and recording every single thing. It's a wonderful tool for us to be able to go back and sometimes just be able to make the fine-tuning that we need to so that the recording that we're playing over and over starts to become the best recording that we could be playing over and over again. Yeah. This is what it's all about, is about becoming aware of how your mind works, and that's mm -hmm. what the show is all about, and yeah. how you can use it 
to stay in the most positive place you can, which means that, you know, you're continuously going to be doing work. It's not a sometime, oh, I'm fixed, I'm done, here I go for the rest of my life, you know, because yep. life happens. Yeah. Well, I say to people, we don't just have one shower. Like no. if we did, <laughs> it would be a stinky place. Like <laughs> one shower works really well, but we often have to go back and have several more. That's <laughs> just part of the journey. <laughs> That's a good example. <laughs> I'll remember that one. <laughs> I think that might make a dent in the in the <coughs> conscious understanding. I think so. <laughs> so, so Australia's got a lot of hours in general, and you know that played out for me in when I'm training there that the people have an understanding. Yes. I it makes it easier for me to train there. Yeah. 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 And I think, too, the more that we start to train and we more, the more then that we're able to look at and embracing, mm-hmm. you know, and especially now as you're finding with, with your beautiful process with the Simpson Protocol, until we start to open up and we start to explore some of this stuff, we don't really understand what the true potential is for mm-hmm. us to be able to reach. And, and I think now working with people with your process, it's starting to give people a sense of what their true potential could be, where before they had no idea. No. And, and that is also something that I believe is also a learning thing that as practitioners using this process, it gives us incredible insight to what is also possible, not just for them, but for our own understanding as well to help people and support them on their journey. Well, I would say for both of us, using SP or not, since we started, I, you know, I've probably been nearly 20 years. It's about 19 years, I think, I've been in, in this. And my openness and belief systems and everything have opened up a huge amount because, you know, you go, something's possible and you get that. And then something else is possible and you go, wow. And now I know mm-hmm. it's actually limitless. Sure. Yep. It's our limiting beliefs that keep us where we are. So if you're just changing those you will continue to grow and be open to more and more. Yeah. And that's part of the journey too. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, the belief thing is, is something that I think we all need to have a look at. What are the limiting beliefs that limit us? Yes. Because we're all carrying quite a few of them. And usually, um, like our name and our religion and a lot of our political views, they're being handed to us. It hasn't been something that we've actually voluntarily gone, gee, I'd really like to pick that up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's programming. So it's, it's interesting. So we're just going to talk this about this on the other side. Um, Martin always says he learned some interesting thing. I'll talk to him about it in the break and maybe get him to give you that juicy bit of knowledge that he, that he thinks he has anyway. <laughs> Fantastic. Can't wait. <laughs> and so we'll see you on the other side. We'll be Thank back you. shortly. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. 
Scalar Wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to InezSimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, send an email to Inez, that's I-N-E-S, at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. And uh, Tony Kiprius is with me, and I'm going to give it back to him. I know I sort of left a little cliffhanger. Martin was going to tell us something. Um, do you want to tell us that, Martin? No. No? <laughs> no. I what it is, it's the illusion. We're going to talk about illusion of our mo- conscious minds, the illusions we have. And one of the illusions is that, you know, you, you know there's fanatics in, in politics, there's fanatics in religion, there's fanatics in er- any kind of thing that you're looking at. And usually that's all they know about is their own thing. They've never really looked outside. So yeah. they don't really know. They can't compare. They only know what they know. And they know it very well, according yes. to them. Uh, yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> we get caught up in these beliefs. Yeah. And, and the fascinating thing about beliefs are 
we have picked up many beliefs along the way. Some we were just handed. <coughs> and yet at some point, most of those beliefs we discard and pick up another one. Unless you get locked in and stuck. And that's, that's some of the people that you were just mentioning. Yeah. You see, we've all had beliefs where, you know, when I was a little person, I used to look at the big people because <laughs> I never believed that I could do what they did. I couldn't drive a car. I, couldn't, I, I wasn't able to do what they were doing. But at some point, I was able to, thank goodness, cash in that belief <laughs> and pick up one that I could do it. <laughs> and that's just a very simple example of what we do with beliefs. You know, the problem is we pick up way too many beliefs. And I think that's because we were talking before, before we came back on the air, about some of the difficulties that we get when we get caught up with too much thinking. We think this. We think people look at us like this and we, we think that. And the truth of the matter is we all need to stop the thinking and get back into some of the feeling. And the beauty about what you and I work with is the unconscious. And the unconscious is the feeling part, which is the part that we actually, most of us, desperately need to reconnect to. You see, I think, with especially with a lot of young people, teenagers, things that, I, that come through my, my practice, often they're lost. And they're lost because they really don't know what they need to do because there's too much thinking going on. Once we start getting back in, into that feeling, it allows us to tap into that deep down, uh, deep down subconscious stuff. And, and that's really, to me, that's, that's where the gold is. That's where the true path that we need to follow. Because our feelings don't let us down. All of us have this emotional guidance system inside us that lets us know, is this the right way for us to move or not? You know, it goes back to those choices we were talking about before. You know, I think that all we need to do is really just sit with something before we do it. And it will give us a good indication. We don't need to judge, be judged or judge people about right or wrong, good or bad. We just need to take the time to go inside and to discover which is the right way for us to move forward. Yeah, that's what I used to say, you know, even long before I ever entered hypnosis, um, the field. But it was always about if I didn't follow my gut feeling, which mm -hmm. my intuition, my feeling level, mind, I always didn't do so good if yeah. I rationalized it away by thinking. Yeah. yeah. And I read something recently that I really liked. It said, the vibe never lies. That's true. And I think that's very true. The energy that we feel that we pick up on around something or a situation or someone, it doesn't lie to us. It's our conscious mind that lies to us. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's our ego that lies to us in so many ways. And many times I'll say to clients, you know, if we look at the theory of the mind, uh, the conscious mind has a very small part, but it does the rationalization and it does the decision making and all those important things for daily living. Sure. So it, yep. it's an important part. Yep. But the 90% of us is, is in that feeling level. Yeah. And if we want to dip into that, that's where we get the gold that is and we've and also got to be open to change yeah because that's really you know when people when people are seeking help they're seeking help because they've identified that whatever is going on in their life isn't working for them oh. or it's leaving them short from where they want to be and so you know 
I think it was Einstein that said, if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different outcome, that's a good definition for insanity. Because unless something does change, we're going to keep getting the same result over and over and over again. So it's important for people to understand that when they come this way, they're going to actually get change, which is actually what they need to move themselves from that old state, that old way of being, to branch out into being able to move into a direction that is more beneficial for them. And it what feels if better. Like it, they could just change it again. That, that's right. That's the thing. If, <laughs> if you don't, if you don't like it, that's that's why I love my name for my business. Change your mind and keep it. But if you don't like it, get rid of it. Yeah. Pick up something else and keep that instead. Yeah. So I really think that uh, we have an illusion of control, right? Yes. With our conscious mind. People say, well, uh, people that don't allow themselves to go into hypnosis, for instance, there's about 1% of people. And there's, they want to keep that last bit of control, they say. They want to keep their control. And I say, well, it's the 90% has more control than the 10%. So it's an illusion. It it's is. It's an illusion. But we sometimes need the illusion to feel safe enough. It's, I believe so much, of, so much of what holds us is our vulnerability. You know, when we're feeling vulnerable, we feel scared. We need to feel more secure. We need to feel more safe. And that's often what we box ourselves in, into those parameters, where we feel safe. But sometimes we need to grow and move outside of that. And as you and I know, when we work with the unconscious or the superconscious, it, it, there is nothing there about hurting us. There's nothing there about moving us into a place of harm. It's actually all about coming from a loving place because that part inside of us only wants to see the very best in us, only wants us to see us grow and to, and to blossom and to thrive, just like every other creature on the planet is doing better than we are. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly. Uh, well, uh, the, the other thing, is they're not saddled with the conscious mind. No, that's right. They don't it's have a, that, you know, the frontal... Um, cortex and all that stuff that we talk about, and that's why we are the top of the food chain and all yep. those things, but they, it comes with a, a downside. <laughs> well, we get caught up in the illusion. Yeah. You see, and, and so often, you know, what I really love, one of the things that I really love about hypnosis is I believe for a long time now we've been misguided, we've been misled. We're constantly told that outside of us that if we get this job, when we get this house, when I find the love of my life, when I, and it goes on and on, we're, we're all where we are in life with a whole list of these things that we've said since we were young, that we would be happy and successful. And very few people are happy and successful. I mean really happy. And success isn't about money. It's about, it's about having all the boxes ticked that fill you up every day letting you know that you feel fantastic, you're grateful for everything that comes in life and that you're, you're fitting in, in harmony and balance with everything around you because most people I don't think are. And yet we're constantly told to go outside of ourselves to find all of this which doesn't exist. It only exists on the inside. And hypnosis, the only way hypnosis works is for us to close our eyes and go inside. And that's where all of the power all of the wonderful miracles and magic that we dream about 
on the outside where it doesn't exist because it's on the inside. That's the only place that it does exist. Mm. And the only way for us to get there is to use these beautiful tools that we have, like hypnosis, to be able to go back inside. Yeah, today we're somewhat open to that. I, I We're getting people to understand they use mindfulness in the schools. And what I want the people to understand, it's all the same thing in different ways. Yes. And that's what this show has been about. And we're taking it to the next level in this year's shows because we, we already explained all those things last year. Mm -hmm. So now we're just going to go and doesn't mean I'm not going to give them information. You're still giving them very valid information. But we need to take them to the next level a little bit. So yeah. we are going to do that because we'll maybe tell them a little bit. Uh, you know, we're being quite open on the show today, uh, not this show. We're mm -hmm. always open with you because you're very articulate. Mm -hmm. But even with me, sometimes I lose my articulateness. <laughs> is that a word? <laughs> <laughs> it is now. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, where am I going with that, Martin? Yeah, it's about being open to, we're going to talk about the esoteric stuff. We're going to talk, remember the whole thing when we said before, if people don't open their minds and listen to other things, even if they don't agree with it, even if they don't know it, even if it's okay, just listen to it and be a little bit open and let it just, doesn't mean you have to shift your whole idea. It's yep. just, wow, this is a possibility that's working for those people. Yeah, because not everyone in the planet is working off our map. No, they're not. You see, I think we're given a range of maps. Yeah. But often the map is not the territory. It's a map. And sometimes the maps that we're given don't take us where we really want to go. And thank goodness the rest of the world has different maps. Yes. Because the truth is we're all not the same. You know, you yeah. look at so many different cultures. We eat different foods. We have different symbols. We have different languages. We, we should have all of that diversity and difference. The thing is, is to be open to it mm -hmm. so that we can take all of that in and grow with it. Well, that sort of brings me back a little bit to where we were talking about before, and I'd sort of like to get back into it a little more, is mm -hmm. your work with the Indigenous people because those cultures are definitely closer to the earth. At this, you know. They are. They are. Um, and... Fortunately, I've had um, several opportunities to work in several communities. Um, one was in New South Wales for three and a half years and one was in Queensland for over two years. And I must say, Inez, I learnt so much um, just being with those people because of their ability to be connected you know, they're often connected. We're trying to connect. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're very much distracted by everything. We're so often they're very much sitting and waiting with that connection already. I remember I've had experiences where we would sit outside, and, and that was the beautiful thing I realised very early on, whether I was working with adults or teenagers or even young children, that a session was going to be wherever the session was. It wasn't necessarily going to be a script where everyone came into the office and they sat down in that chair and we did the business. Um, I've had sessions with children in trees. I've had sessions on riverbanks. 
I've had adults sitting under trees waiting for their totem animal to arrive. And when, when the bird came that needed to arrive, then the session would start. And all of this taught me that there is so much more that we could be open to connect with. And if we were, how much more open would life present to us? Would our understanding become so much more? So, you know, there was so much that I was fortunate to be able to share and learn with so many people. Um, a lot of the work that I had was around a lot of drug and alcohol abuse. Um, and that actually taught me quite a lot. It taught me, you know, when they would often say, you know, I needed to get out of it. I used to go back to my hotel room and think, you know, what's the language that they're really sharing with me? What is it that they're really sharing? And I very quickly realised that it's all the pain and hurt that we they had accumulated. That, you know, the drugs and alcohol was one way to step out of that pain and hurt for a temporary period of time. But as you and I know, unless the work is really done at that deep level to clear it away, <coughs> we wake up the next morning and the pain and hurt returns again. Yeah. And it becomes that vicious cycle that affects many Indigenous cultures, all not just in Australia, but all around the world. Mm. And, you know, I think so often we're trying to get a medical model that we have to fit into it's like the round, the square peg in the round hole. Sometimes we need to sh sort of just relax a little bit and, and find that there's, there's lots of other ways that we can do things. It doesn't have to be, as I said, so many people didn't sit in my chair to do the session. So often we would have to go outside to do the session. And if you think about it, that means that uh, you're sitting in a tree, you're touching nature, you're grounding in, in land. It yes. sounds pretty good to me. I mean, I work in my office like yep. normal, yep. but I can see the benefits. Yes, because straight away um, we're, 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 we're operating together at a similar place. Mm. And, and that's like anything, you know, if we're going to do something together, we need to be on the same page. We need to have that same connection. We need to be coming from the same place to start with. And one thing that it taught me was how important it is to come from that grounded place, mm -hmm. to be able to let go of all of the distractions and just to be in a place of where we could connect so that from that, whatever needed to come forward or happen could happen. Yep, I agree with that for sure. So uh, when we are, you know, we, we tend to do that in hypnosis anyway. We tend to ground them. And there we are down to our last 30 seconds again. So mm -hmm. I think what we'll do now is we'll just go to the, uh, just go to break and come back on the other side and get into some more stuff. Fantastic. <laughs> See you then. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. 
Scalar Wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to inezsimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, send an email to Inez, that's I-N-E-S, at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back, everybody, and uh, welcome to Tony Back. Um, I just want to say, you know, there's so much going on now in the modern hypnosis community. I keep talking about how we're moving forward. Science moves forward, and so does hypnosis. Hypnosis yep. is not separate, really, from science. It's like an art and science of hypnosis. Is there's a reason that we call it that because it's a combination of uh, art and spirit and our own consciousness, our own feelings, our own everything, Experience. and also some no knowledge about how the mind functions. So, Tony, I really would like to sort of head the the people into the direction to start doing some stuff for themselves. And, I think uh, it's really important that they yeah. start to realize that there is so much more that they can do to start creating change. Yeah. You know, it's, it's as we know, the mind is just waiting to be fed something. And if we don't feed it, it's just going to start filling in the blanks. I think that causes a lot of people some problems too with depression, anxiety, because they've lost focus. 
You know, if we were to start feeding the mind, um, I remember listening to a, a speaker many years ago called Zig Ziglar, mm -hmm. and he talked about how astronauts, to stay up there and to stay at peak performance and to stay open to all of the things and experiences, the new learnings that they needed, it was so important to continue to feed the mind on a regular basis positive food, positive things. Now, we can do that through playing CDs. We can remind ourselves through some positive affirmations, telling ourselves some positive self-talk. I know that you and I use um, and we teach people a wonderful tool called self-hypnosis for people to be able to go inside and to be able to, to feed themselves some positive things so that the mind is continually moving towards and creating what it is that we want. Because I believe one of the greatest things that we don't acknowledge in ourselves is that we are amazing creators. And it's through the power of our mind that we're creating. We're visualizing, we're drawing energy in. There are so many things that we're doing on many levels that are via the mind. And something says to me, if we don't take the time and we don't actually start to think about what it is that we're feeding ourselves, the positive self-talk, the directions that we need to move ourselves in, then the mind is just going to start feeding whatever. Now, I've often said to people, we are so much better off writing our own script. If we don't, we're going to get caught up in someone else's story. And we're going to start feeding ourselves. Our mind's going to be fed by all the self-talk and all the beliefs that come with that script. Now, the problem is no one is going to write a script and a story with the outcome fantastic for you. You're going to get just ordinary if you pick up anyone else's script. So I encourage everyone to get out there and start using tools like self-hypnosis, working with someone who can actually start helping them to reprogram themselves so that they start feeding the mind and moving themselves in the right direction. Because we all know if you don't feed something, the mind's just going to start feeding whatever. Yeah, you're going to end up with something. The wrong things. Yeah. But more than likely, we end up with what we don't want. So it's important that we start to take some conscious awareness that we have this part within us and we've all been blessed to be able to have this ability. Why aren't we using it more? That's my question. Yeah. Because we all have it. And it is life-changing. If you have a listen to whoever it is, Anthony Robbins, any of the people who are on the planet at the moment spruiking and talking about changing their life, the common thing is they're all using the tools that we're talking about now, using positive affirmations, using self-hypnosis to go inside and reprogram themselves. This is not some magic that we've just come across. This has been going on for millennium. We've had sleep temples going back, Egyptians, Greeks, you name it, and probably long before then. We just haven't had it written down to follow it back far enough. Mm -hmm. But we have all had this incredible ability. It's about time that people start taking advantage of it and using it. I think it's actually worse today because there's so much information coming at us from everywhere that very few people take the time to turn off. Yes. And I think the more, I mean, when, when you know, you, there was, you used to stay in time with, you'd get up in the morning with the sun and go to bed with the, the sun going down and the moon coming up. And there was time. 
for you. Yes. Nowadays, we can keep busy from very dawn. If you listen to media, we listen to anything and everything. Too much thinking, just like you said. I, I like to call it, it's distraction. Yes, it keeps It keeps distracting us from what's important. And sadly, once again, all of the distractions are outside of us. They lead us outside of us. It leads us into something that we hold in our hand that we're looking down at all day. You know, I say to my son on occasions when needed, you need to look up. Life is happening up. It's not happening when you look down. Just like what's really important going on for us is actually happening on the inside. It's not happening on the outside. The outside is just part of the big story, the big drama that we're actually getting caught up in. Now, we're all going to make a movie, you know, but as I like to think, you're going to be the star, you're going to be the producer, you're going to be the director. So choose what it is that you're going to create because, once again, the mind is so amazing and we all have one and we're so blessed that it's going to create something. So be, be mindful about what it is that we're creating and be mindful what it is that we're feeding. You know, we, it's, it's really interesting. We seem to look after things better than we look after ourselves. We wouldn't feed our, our mind the rubbish that we – take, for example, you have a, a $100,000 car. You're not going to treat it roughly. You're going to look after it. You're going to make sure that the fuel that goes into that thing is top quality and it's just a car. What do we feed our mind? What do we feed our body? Usually it's nowhere near top quality and yet we're expecting top performance from it. I think we need to be realistic and start using some of these wonderful tools that are there to be able to go inside and to be able to start feeding through hypnosis, through self-hypnosis, so that we can start getting what it is that we should be getting and living the life that we should be living. And I think the benefit is if they're using that internal going within and everything, it's not an expensive thing. It's no. just you connecting to yourself. That, that's right. You know, it doesn't have to be hugely expensive. No. And, you know, yes, well, oh, it's expensive to go to a hypnotist. Well, how many times do you go to a hypnotist in your life? But yes. we'd like you to continue using all the tools we give you and teach you and know about. Because we'll, we've been giving away tools every show here. There's really no excuse or blame or any of that is you need to start being a little bit responsible about yourself. Being responsible and accountable for what it is you're doing. That's yes. raising yourself above the line. That's it. And that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So I'm just going to see for a second that um, what time we got. We got lots of time. We can go anywhere, Tony. I, I would like you to mention your uh, hypnosis sites. We're going to like write them in. Okay. Your right. websites, but just... Uh, it, it's, it's, it's in the process of developing, as all good things are. So at the moment, if people go to TonyKipriosHypnosis.com, they'll be able to download um, a, free, a free audio. It's called The Eagle. Um, and it's beneficial for teenagers, young people, adolescents, and elderly people. In fact, it's a wonderful script for people who may be in their later years and, and maybe even sitting, spending their days needing other people to care for them. It's a wonderful thing to listen to, to help them to deal with maybe that part in life. Um, there is going to be an influx very shortly of a lot more. Um, 
recordings coming up so that people can start looking at reprogramming themselves in more than just one area of their life. And as we know, it's, you know, it's like anything. Whatever you feed is what is going to grow. And I would say one thing of how you feed the, cl- mm-hmm. the mind is if you are going to do, uh, let's say, listen to the eagle, don't just do it once and do, and do no. another one the next, you know, do, don't mix them up. You yeah. need to have some repetition for the con- subconscious to take it on, that it really wants, it'll change if you want it to. So if it only goes once, they say, oh, that was nice and relaxing or something. And it just says, oh, they didn't really want it that bad. <laughs> You know, yep. we'll just not yep. Yep. change that. It's something that you need to do and you keep up doing for a while. Yes, because as you said, repetition is, as they used to say, the mother of learning. And it's like all of, all of our programmings, all of our programmings usually happen more than just once. Yeah. There's, there's very few things. And we've only got about three minutes left. Where did that go? Uh, so I'm, I just want to tell everyone the exciting news for me is that Tony – uh, is going to be one of my trainers in Australia for Simpson Protocol. And he's Yay. also going to be fashioning for the Simpson Protocol hypnotists that are wanted a uh, coaching um, thing to add into our, our way of looking at things and teaching. Which is very exciting because then we're, we're, we're able to offer people more things to support themselves yes. so that they can go out there and support people at, at an even greater level. And with SP, what I'm looking for is incredible teachers, which I'm getting. And I'm also wanting to have the practitioners get as much training as they need or want. Yes. To move them forward. Yep. And, and, you know, I I love how you're putting what needs to go in place to continue support because it's, it's, that's what's important. So many, I've seen so many schools and educators educate people to a point and then they're pushed out the door. Um, I think it's the ongoing support that really is building a community and it's in that community that great strength because then all of those all of those people can then support each other through mm-hmm. sharing, through learning, through, you know, experiencing and sharing their experiences to help each other grow. And, and that, to me, has tremendous value because at the end of the day, it's not only the SP trainers, but it's the people that, whose lives they're touching. That's what it's about. That's what it's about for me. And I'm thinking and, about yeah. that. What, what, what can I do next to help them? Yeah. Because I want my practitioners of SP to be really good. Yes. And it's really good for the client is what it's about. Not really good for me. I just want them to be good so that the client gets the best benefits possible. Yeah. And I think most hypnosis trainers think that way, but... Um, we're going about it with a little more support as more, much as I can develop and think about at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it's just wonderful, yeah. So we have one minute left. Tony, you want to give the last words of wisdom or whatever you can? Well, well I, I, think, I think as we've talked a lot today, the great thing is, is we all need to spend a little more time going inside. Mm-hmm. And when we get that feeling that things aren't working, then seek some help. Find a great hypnotist to help you break those old patterns so that you can step into becoming the great person that you were supposed to be. Okay. <laughs> thanks very much. And guess what? That's the end of the show. Okay. <laughs> Wrong enough. Thank you. It's anyway, we'll see you next week. And check Tony's shows out. Uh, Martin will have all the information up on the show page. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> 
thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week. 